Welcome to What's Left to Do. I'm your host, Janelle. Second in the September of Sanders staffers is Chi-Town's own Philip With These Hands Agnew. It will probably not surprise you that his oratory gifts were initially honed in the church. But, but, but you might be surprised to learn just how close we came to almost missing out on the leader, activist, and organizer that he would later become. Prepare to be intrigued. We may never come back in from off the road, but this portion, this uh, this esteemed guest today uh, has brought me to the Sunshine State. That's right. We're in Florida, South Florida, <clears throat> to be Pacific. And it is with these hands that we are going to <laughs> oh <my laughs> that, <we're, God. laughs> that we are going to introduce today's guest who had us in our feelings early 2020, just. We're retweeting all the tender moments that we saw with him in rooms full of very old white people who were just <laughs> taken with his oratory skills and his ability to connect. <clears throat> with these hands, yeah. we're going to introduce uh, Mr. Philip Agnew. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That that is that is exactly how I was That's too. It was exactly right. It, Th- that journey did have me in some parts of the country that I never thought I would be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good people. You were because you were in New Hampshire, huh? No, never New Hampshire, Iowa. Was that with all of the the crunch? Okay, Iowa. For, that I was think in that Iowa. Was, okay. I wanted to make it to New Hampshire, but I think they they said no. We don't need you. We, we don't need, need you in it. Iowa. Yeah. Okay. In Waterloo, you know, Waterloo got a lot of black people. One more time. Waterloo. No, 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 no. You, you said a lot of black. I need you to quantify that. You're from Chicago. I'm they from have DC. something Let's called Little Chicago and Waterloo. Stop. Actually. Shut your. Yes. Shut your. Yes. They have whole bars dedicated to the bulls, the bears. Just, no, yes. I don't yes. Know about yes. That. I don't know that I believe yes. you. So they 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 brought I me there. I don't know that I believe you, and I don't know that we're going to be able to get through this interview if you insist on telling tall tales. Yeah, face. Little Little Chicago. Mm. But we got to give love to with these hands. That is. Yes, we do. Sister Nina Turner. That's right. That's right. And, and I had a good riff on it. I, she made it a. I, well, I, I don't know if she made it a hot line and a hot song, but I, I, <laughs> I, I rocked with it. And you, you remixed it yourself. Yeah. He also, with these hands, just offered me some oxtails. I just want everybody <laughs> to know that. And I was like, you know what? You did the right thing by hauling ass down to Miami because, because yes, that is that is the confirmation that we are here doing the right thing. Um, okay. Uh, so I, there was, okay. So I, I knew of you from, obviously, from, like, social media and stuff, like, during the primary. Mm-hmm. But then there was one of the, and they're all blurred together because I was, like, crazy out of my mind. There were, like, 15 Same. different things happening at the end. But there was one, um, 
there was one post like after the campaign had uh, suspended it was either like a, a big ass like national super balls call or something it was like you yeah. were on there um i think melissa nina turner and like you were giving and you were you were being very magnanimous um but you were talking <laughs> about like the need for um for like this work to continue because and I hope and we can edit this out if you're not yeah. saying it. But I remember you saying like, you know, there was um, like right now we're you know, we're in the throes of the pandemic. And, and I don't know what that means, but you were saying something about a lot. A lo you, it was a, you were making a point about Medicare for all. And you were saying, you know, like I have blood. I have high blood pressure yeah. and like I have medicine that I need for that. And, da, 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 and I was thinking like at that moment, I didn't know that I was going to start a podcast or whatever. But at the moment, I was like. We're gonna. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. Yeah, to yeah. And like <laughs> see what what life is about or whatever. But um, but I don't know. That was a very just. That was a very human moment. Um, and I mean, you know, we were all. I I think I was crying on. The, I think I cried on every fucking call after the. Yeah, that that was hard. That was a hard. I never knew how hard it would be because you know electoral politics was not my bag. Ah, at all. I know that it's important. Mm -hmm. I'm not in the not voting camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At all, yeah, obviously, yeah. Yeah. but uh. But I that wasn't the hill you died on. No, uh -huh, no, uh -huh. and definitely not a place where I thought I would feel love. Huh. You know, it was a purely my my initial my initial uh, joining of the campaign. Hmm. You know, there were a number of reasons, sure. but a lot of it was a logical exercise for me. What do you mean when you say that? It, it seemed as a socialist socialist that this was a great opportunity to popularize these values, these beliefs uh -huh, across uh -huh. the country. Uh -huh. And I was not employed. I mm -hmm. didn't get employed by the campaign. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I was still volunteering yeah. all that stuff I was doing till later on. Yeah. But I was like, I have time. Mm -hmm. I have energy. Mm -hmm. Why don't we, you know, so it, it, I, I didn't, I didn't imagine that I would leave from the experience hurt. Ah, because you weren't that invested to begin with. It was like purely, it was like, a, it was almost like a, it was almost like a mental exercise turned into some level of praxis. Yeah. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like th this, this could work. Yeah, I got you. You know, this you. could work. It's a means um, to an end. Yeah. But it's, but this isn't like, this isn't my shit. This isn't. Right. Am I allowed to curse? Are you okay Yeah, with yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. You're good. Super you're good. Diverse. This is your show. Yeah. I'm, no, but I'm, I'm, this is your house. I ain't <laughs> finna step up in here and disrespect. <laughs> this right now, you know, we posted a lot of events here in the past. So mm -hmm. this, this is, we're hosting you okay. now. Okay. okay. All right. Um, so I, I do want to, I want to get back to this part. But yeah. I want to start at the beginning. <clears throat> Even though I'm sitting down with the Rattler as a bison, I'm still invested in understanding your early life. Um, so, so tell me, you grew up in Chicago, is that right? Yes. Where in Chicago? West Englewood. So a neighborhood mm. that is much maligned right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. been disinvested. You know, we didn't have all the things that everybody else had. Tell me what you mean by that in the context of you growing up. Like, how did you understand that growing up? So I understood it. I was politicized by my parents uh. and not in the way, you know, they didn't have, you know, pictures of Stokely and things around yeah. the house. That that wasn't how it was. I was just keenly aware from my father, mostly mm -hmm. that the city was built in a way that the haves lived over here and had this. And then there were the have nots that lived over here and didn't have that. How did your father explain that to you or or help you understand that as a child? So my father from a very young age, he never had a nine to five. Mm -hmm. So there was a little while he worked at the O'Hare Hilton, mm -hmm. you know, and, and he didn't like that. And that was some part of my childhood. Yeah. But my father from a very young age, from when I was very little, had a book selling business. Mm. Yeah. So his, his hustle, it was normal to me then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He would go to uh, Salvation Armies, mm. 
thrift stores, Goodwills, mm-hmm. and buy books. Mm. Back then, and I think probably even now, they mm. were like five cents. Mm. You could get a book. You could get a great book. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you, he got some huge fines. I mean, he should have had a TV show back in the day. Sure. There, you know, so he would go buy books and then take them to flea markets. So mm. a five-cent book will become a $20 book, uh, a $25 book, a $50 it. book. Mm-hmm. Definitely, if somebody really wanted it, you know, we could talk 75 yeah. you know. Yeah. And so that's how we... You know, so we saw all of Chicago through his eyes. So going to flea markets and going to estate sales mm-hmm. and going to storage facilities mm-hmm. and doing all of this. And he would take us around the city and mm-hmm. he would, you know, talk to us about, you know, the mob used to run this, the, uh-huh. this, this group runs this, this ethnic group has historically run this. Mm-hmm. And he, Chicago's a very organized city. Yep. People see it as pandemonium, yep. but it's organized. That's right. So whether it be the mob, whether it be dynastic families, yeah. whether it be unions, mm-hmm. they ran the city. Yeah. And so my father would lay out all of those different things mm-hmm. and, and, and he would show us. And so from a very young age and he would also my family is is a believer that Harold Washington was murdered. Right. Uh, and, uh-huh, uh-huh. and tell people who Harold Washington, Harold is. Washington, the first black mayor mm-hmm. of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Right. That they, they just knew he was murdered uh, by the, by the dailies yeah, or somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. else, you know? So this is the, what other people see as urban legend or conspiracy theory. This is just how I thought growing yeah, up. Oh, yeah. the city murdered the first black mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they had conflicting thoughts about Jesse Jackson from sure. a very young age. Of course, you know? so till I, I, right now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. You know, um, and so it was just different. I went to a church, very religious upbringing. I went to what a church. Nazarene. So we Ooh. went to church on the sat- on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Very strict. Yeah. Very like Old Testament. Yeah. Right? Very fundamental. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But jesus was black for sure of course you know everything happened in and around africa in Mm -hmm. the way that we grew up Mm -hmm. so i give my parents a lot of credit maybe it wasn't a conscious thing for them Mm -hmm. you know and like i said it took me a a conscious thing well no what i mean is uh i know people who are the children of parents who frankly sat them down and had the had lessons for them Uh you know more deliberate yeah and it it seemed more deliberate it seemed more intentional there was there was a level of that but my parents by they were conscious of it but really organically gave us the scaffolding for the politics later i see you know so it, it wasn't it wasn't it didn't blow my mind to know that police were bad my dad hated the police yeah i I understood that we never called the police ever Mm -hmm. i don't think and we live on a bad block yeah yeah. i don't think nobody ever called the police you understand i mean even if you called them they probably wouldn't come come, not in a timely manner right that's right um my mom from a very young age they always taught us that we had to do double we had to be twice as good right um that but did you have an understanding of why she was saying that no i don't i i don't i don't know I don't know that I did mm-hmm. because uh, it was just something mom said. And it was so just we something we mom said. Smile when you meet people. Yeah. Look them in the eyes. Yeah. Shake their hand. Yeah. You know things that my mom did that I didn't understand until later. She had four sons. I'm the oldest of four boys. Mm-hmm. We all had to be presentable and look That's a right. certain way. That's you right. know, and so my mom was almost obsessive about making sure that we were presented to the world in a certain way because mm-hmm. she knew, mm-hmm. right, how they already looked at us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so that was my upbringing. Church, mm-hmm. growing up poor. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things that I remember. Did you understand yourself to be poor growing up? I came up home one day and asked my mom if we were poor mm-hmm. when I went to gifted why, school. Why did you ask her that? I just started it. Well, I was going to my neighborhood school at first. and we Which were was? All describe it. Goodlow. Goodlow. It was, yeah, it, it was, uh, let me see. 
six houses down from my house. Uh-huh. My grandma and my mom worked there. Uh-huh. Like Miss Keith, Miss Jefferson, these are my first te- teachers. They all women knew. from the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah they yeah, all yeah. we all knew each other. Uh-huh. So that was the school, and we were all from what I understood later to be the same class. We were all from the block. Mm-hmm. We were all similar. It wasn't anybody who was that far off. I got you, you know, we were we it was a neighborhood the school. Uh-huh. And then I got bussed out to another school, a gifted school, uh-huh. which was still, it was right across the street from Cabrini Green Projects, uh-huh. Beasley. Uh-huh. What wasn't a different class per se. Hmm. But I began to understand that some kids got dropped off and we still were on the bus and uh, there were just certain things that started to You noticed be, differences. There were differences. Uh-huh. About how you even got to school. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep. And that continued all the way to high school because uh-huh. I went, went again to a gifted high school. That was my way. Where you went to Whitney? Good, Whitney Young. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good test taker. Uh-huh. Okay. So, but when you, but there was something that day in particular, or maybe it was the accumulation of seeing the difference in how children came to school that prompted you to come home and ask your mother like are we poor what what was her answer i think it was more well son you know we do you know we do the best with what we have you know our fun was going to the movies Uh dollar movies yeah yeah yeah. for a whole day yeah that was our fun Uh and um and that was fun for you. Like you it weren't, was great. you weren't longing for anything else. It didn't, it didn't else. diminish the fun yeah. of it. Even after I realized that we were, we, we yeah. didn't have, you know, and our religion didn't celebrate Christmas. Ah, uh, so you didn't have to go through the gift thing. And, but yeah. did you, but did you, but then kids came back from Christmas yeah, break fresh. with brand new stuff. Yeah, that's right. And you, you, you never had, you know, yeah. first day of school was not as fun for me uh, as it was for everybody uh-huh, else uh-huh. There who were laying out yeah. their new clothes for the first week. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, I just think I became more conscious of the difference between how I was growing up in mm-hmm. the world, but not of the world. Mm-hmm. Very religious. Did you, uh, can, to that point, did you think that the difference that you, that you perceived or, or, or encountered between you and other children, did you, did you, did you, um, did you relate it to some sort of like, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, no, like religious nobility. Like I huh. like, it's actually good that I do not, you know, have these quote worldly things or I'm not caught up with it because actually that's not what God or Jesus requires of it. Like what I'm trying to get at is like, did yeah. you, did you, did you, did you ascribe your, your uh, low materiality right. to like something uh, noble and like in a religious way? I wish you, you, you wish, but you did not No. No, well, okay, no, no, but no. how did you make sense it. of it? I hated it. Ah. I hated it. Did you it. resent your parents for it? Or yes. did you, ah, to say, say, I, I say. Be, I began, I began to, I've, I've talked about this. I began, began to be very ashamed of my parents. At what, around what age? <sighs> Fourth, fifth, sixth grade, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, and, then, and then there became a point that I got a job and I was able to do other things. Yeah. But there, there was a, a little donut hole mm-hmm. uh, well, that what we say I, I would say mm-hmm. you know the earlier years you don't really know right it's children bliss. are just children yeah, yeah and then there's a part where coupled with our with with how we how much money we made and mm-hmm. how much mo- money my parents had mm-hmm. to spend on four boys hey. at, at some point yeah and um our religion mm-hmm. i became a huge outsider what do you mean by that so the things that other kids in my school did, mm-hmm. um, and we could run down the list, the music that they listened to, mm-hmm. 
going over other kids' houses mm-hmm. or kids coming over to your house, mm-hmm. new new shoes that came out, mm-hmm. new things that were culturally understood yep. by all the kids in my school, mm-hmm. it I was late on. Uh, I didn't and, and and to be frank and honest, I probably didn't catch up until college. Late? What do you mean when you say you were late on? I mean, I, I, like I you couldn't do it, you didn't participate, or it was it was going on around you and you were oblivious because you were so busy. A little, a little, your, a little bit of both. Uh, we weren't allowed. We weren't allowed to do a whole lot of things. Okay, and you so weren't allowed to have a secular, very like secular life. That's Is the that exact what you're saying? Word. Okay. Yes. So okay. when I say in the world but not of the world, uh-huh. y'all know you know what it yes, means. I, but yeah. when I, you know, for people listening. It's something that Bible folks say all the time, mm-hmm. you know. And so when I say music, mm-hmm. rap, hip hop, even R and B, TV shows, yeah. Martin, The ah. Simpsons, uh You weren't you allowed know, to watch any weren't of it. weren't allowed to watch it gotcha. and, and to some and some of the shows we need had a channel. Sure, sure. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I, I grew up feeling very, very like an outsider. I see. And it wasn't my parents' fault, but mm-hmm. I did. I looked I looked to them and um, wondered why my dad didn't kind of want to just work just like a regular job. Sure. My mother worked at the school. My mo- uh, mom always had a job. Yeah. Graduated with her master's in mathematics when I was 14. Oh, wow. Um, was an educator mm-hmm. and administrator, then an educator. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my mother always did, but I began to resent them in the church mm-hmm. because... Yeah, we couldn't do anything. How did that? Sh- how did that resentment manifest? Resenting your parents and the church. How did that? How did that get operationalized? It got it got pushed down. What does that mean? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really process it at all. As far as it, I compartmentalized it. Tell me what you mean, because I'm. Tell me what you mean. Well, it, it it's a little bit. I don't want to co- confuse it or make it, but I'm gonna make it a little bit more complex okay, because please. also yes. Church was an amazing experience for me. Uh-huh. My, I went to a small church. Uh-huh. My grandmother was a pastor. Ah. My father was the assistant pastor. Uh-huh. My mother led the choir yep. and was a singer mm-hmm. and led the study. My other grandmother was the mother of the church. Mm-hmm. I was the musician in the church. My cousin was the lead musician mm-hmm. in the church. Mm-hmm. Like, it was my family. Yeah, so, so, as much as I resented feeling like an outsider, feeling like I couldn't do things, feeling like I was frankly just late to everything. Mm-hmm. There were, you know, at some point social events and other yep. things that people were doing or even just knowing about that yep. I was oblivious of. Uh-huh. The church was where I got. It's how I become this, the, the, with these hands person, <laughs> you know, yeah. the orator. Uh-huh. I, my grandmother put us in music school at four years old. Mm-hmm. So, we played music and understood music mm. and performed music mm. impeccably. Yes. Because they made us practice, of course. you know, uh, from a very young age. Yeah. So the fear of crowds, mm-hmm. though I get nervous, but there's not a genuine right. fear of crowds. Because you've I been have. doing this. I've your been whole doing life. it. So, so the, maybe to comp- make, make it more complex, there's a deep resentment that I have from not being. And then this place where I am mm-hmm. is also. What gives me the ability later to flourish in the other uh, parts of my life. Mm. And so mm. I would say when I say I didn't process it, I think there was just this balancing thing as much as, you know, three, four days of the week. I was really mad that I didn't have friend, you know, have a deep friend group at yeah. school, yeah, yeah. et cetera. I still lived in a house with my grandmother and my cousins. Yeah. 
I still went to a church where, you know, we, we experienced the Holy Ghost. We experienced the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And my cousin and me were the, were, were the musicians, yeah. you know, and my yeah. other brother and my other cousin. It wasn't just him and I, but yeah. like we were, we were, you know, we, we were, just, we go to other churches and play. Yeah. And later on, my first jobs were music jobs mm. in Chicago. Mm. I did a summer program called Gallery 37. I started playing for other churches. Mm. I started playing in a band. Mm-hmm. So there was a, a, a balancing thing. Mm-hmm. The resentment was balanced by this refuge that the church uh, was huh. and my first girlfriend, huh. my second girlfriend, mm-hmm. all from church. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right, so right. it wasn't a hellscape, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it wasn't something that I... You, is it that you... What I think I hear you saying yeah. is that you, you, you resented that it was such a refuge because you... I think what I think what I hear you saying is there was some longing to be in the world and not just have every part of my life and and what gratifies me what fulfills me wrapped up in this church that keeps me away from yeah. being a quote regular kid or a secular kid i don't know what the right word is there yeah is that what i'm understanding you to say yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, I i resented that you resented its grasp on you and it's in your in its tight integration in your life not because you didn't enjoy what you experienced in the church but that it was it, it was everything and it didn't leave room for anything else or it didn't it wasn't capacious enough to integrate anything else am i understanding that correctly yeah yeah okay. yeah you okay. are you are I, i'd also say that this is me remembering sure and um when i look back the dominant feelings that i remember are feeling othered and mm-hmm. feeling like in the church or outside of the no, church? no 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 outside oh, of the okay, church okay. it's those because people teach longing. you because you were a church boy or you just could, you didn't get the references. You couldn't talk about, yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah, yeah. songs. Yeah, yeah, And I was different. I was just different. Different I knew how? I, how, do, how? How do you think your peers would well, have described I would say you? I felt different. Okay. I felt different. In what way? Like I said, I didn't have the 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 cultural swagger. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't perceive myself to have uh. the the gravitas, mm-hmm. the you know what the other guys had, frankly, uh, in, in my elementary school, mm-hmm. elementary, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what I'm saying, yeah, like yeah. who who really has a swagger then? Yeah, but yeah. Um, elementary and then high school, mm. I, I didn't I didn't have that, uh, you know, and because uh, I was so wrapped up in church and later music, music, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, and yeah, I lacked a lot of confidence because of that. Outside I lacked, of church. Outside of church, okay, okay. I lacked a lot of confidence in who I was, mm-hmm. and so does. Were, so, if would your would your non church peers describe you? How how would your non church peers describe you growing? Funny, up? funny, not yeah. quiet, but funny. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. the I funny was like it was a defense mechanism? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You wasn't gonna make fun of me without me yeah, getting yeah. you first. Yeah, you I know. Got you, I got you. Uh, yeah, funny, funny. If they knew me, uh-huh, uh-huh. other people would be like, oh yeah. Maybe remember, <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, okay, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But or later in high school, I started doing the talent show, so oh, okay. you know, I sing and do this stuff, and they remember, you know, okay. right. the the nerd who could sing, yeah. you know. <laughs> but that's, but um, yeah, I would say funny, uh-huh. and I've had, you know, now I went to, wound up going to FAMU with nine, ten of my friends from high school, mm-hmm. and so they know me and understand me to be a different person. But yeah. I think. They would they would describe me as a funny person who like really talented, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, na- maybe naturally talented, mm-hmm. could do music. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had to borrow stuff a lot. 
sure, 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 sure. <laughs> I had to borrow money or ask for rides a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, know, that, that was definitely a part of it too. Mm. Do you do you think that ah, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to? Yeah. Do you think that your 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 reflections or memories about growing up? Do you think your do you think that yours are different because you're the oldest, or do you think all of your brothers maybe more or less felt similar to you? Like, did you guys have different upbringings? Because you know how that happens sometimes with, like, yep, siblings. Yep. So, you know, stated explicitly, unnecessarily, maybe all same mom and dad, yeah, yeah. but definitely different. In I was I was the oldest grandson. Uh-huh. Ooh, the so oldest a lot son. fell on you. A lot fell on me. And despite everything I, I, I told you about how I felt, I had shortcomings. Mm-hmm. I was a generally, like, charming kid uh-huh. you know uh-huh. i was smart i could take i was good at i got into the gifted school mm-hmm. you know um i did good on my tests mm-hmm. i was decent you know good at music mm-hmm. i was a pretty good oldest kid yeah, yeah. went to the best model, school you know we would child. say we would say and i think you know top three at least yeah, school yeah. in the city yeah i made my parent you know they put they they whooped me yeah a lot <laughs> And what do you mean they whooped you a lot? My mom whooped me till I was 14, 15. For what? Just like low-level mischief or you were like hell on wheels at home? No, my, my and I've come to understand this more in conversations more recently with mm-hmm. my mom, but mm-hmm. my, my, we come from a family of people who just get beat. It's a very spare the rod, spoil the child very family. Much. Okay. Very okay. much. That's and just, my mother was the primary one. I don't blame her, but she was the primary person oh, who whooped okay. us. So anyway, till uh-huh. till I was like 14, 15. Wow. So anyway, they put that, you know, the fear of God, yeah. you know, whooping, mm-hmm. uh, punishment yeah. to some level. It sounds extreme, but to some level, public humiliation. What does that mean? You would get whooped or verbally talk Dressed down to down. in front of church or oh, in front, okay. you know it wouldn't be no thing to do that right. in front of church like or, you acting up i don't care to, yeah no God, matter where God, you God, are God, no God, matter God. where we are uh-uh. so anyway so that was me and then i have two younger brothers that live here one in atlanta yeah uh all doing very well in a variety of different ways yeah. but my youngest brother had a complete you know really rough role the mm. two middle ones i think they would say mm-hmm. They were they were hellish. What, what does that mean? The youngest one having a rough road and the two middle so the ones two, being the hellish. The youngest one didn't have any of us. Oh, around. Yeah. Okay. Because he's um, he's far. He's the he, there's a big gap. Uh, two years between me and my my the second, second one. Uh-huh. Two years between the second and the third. Four between ah. the the the. So it's not a huge gap, but we already had a unit. I got you. Okay. And he he came along Boy, later. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, uh-huh. and uh, he had he had a different life path. Okay. And it's a in a, in a lot of ways a different type mm-hmm. person than us. Uh, in um, what ways is he different? He's more of a nurturer. He grew up more with my grandmother. Ah. Um and. He uh, he came out when he was fourteen, and we didn't treat him really well, and so we distanced oh, ourselves from him. Yes, I got you. We we weren't I we were we were you. very cruel to him. Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. In subtle and not so subtle ways. Sure, sure. So um, and that only confirmed all the words we call him growing up. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, all yeah. of the cruelty we were, all the mean things we were to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My other two brothers, uh, they yeah they were hellish. They mm. ran away. Ooh. They where we where we running to? Grandma. She lived in the house. No, my other grandma. Oh. By then we had moved. I was like, we had moved. Right? Yeah, yeah, we had moved out. Oh, okay. By okay. then too. Uh-huh. 
But they moved in with my other grandma, uh-huh. who, though she was the pastor, uh-huh. was not a taskmaster no, no, at home. Especially not to her male no, grandson. No, 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 no. So they were, and she, a succession of kids have lived in her so house. So they ran and, away and they actually got, like, your parents were like, fine, you can live with her. They were bad. That, like, what, like, just <laughs> I mean, running fight, around? You know, fighting, and, okay. running around. Okay. My, the third brother, who is doing extremely well now. Uh-huh jail you know oh, wow. gang life just was a part oh. of it just so it was part so just way different i got you okay okay interesting okay they tired them i know i tired them out uh-huh. but then it was just they really got a run for their money with yeah. that too i got you yeah okay interesting did you the god i oh well, well you asked about the perception hours. you asked about the yeah, perception yeah, yeah, yeah. though i uh-huh. do want to say uh, we've talked about it now later uh, we have a unanimous perception mm-hmm. that church and our family hmm. made our path to where we are. This sounds so vague, but it just made it difficult. Like we didn't Say know. Say what you mean. We, we all had different experiences. Mine was college. Theirs was maybe this, maybe that. Uh-huh. But we all had kind of more rites of passage where we had to come out of what in some ways was a deep, deep acculturation around like what is right what is wrong i'm still in therapy about shame and guilt and different things say more about what you mean because i think i i think i know what you mean but say, but say it i don't know how to say it church our our, our family was church yes. and was religion and was our religion and was was built around shame guilt fear uh-huh. secrets so what you under so ah, and tell me if i have this incorrect but your your under how you made sense of life could was inextricably linked to uh to to how you were socialized yes. how you were taught right. in church and in order for you to come to form as we understand you today um and not that you're done mm-hmm. is like you had to you had to get to a point where you interrogated that you where you challenged yes. that where you maybe left some of that where yes. it was because it wasn't going to help you get to yes what were can you eh, if you feel comfortable can you tell me what's what some of those things were that you not necessarily had to discard but you had to give it its proper context in order for you to continue I think evolving? there's a series of like unfurlings that happen hmm. as i get older okay so for college in college, it was everything from as simple as my entire weekend mm-hmm. in um, high school, elementary, growing up mm-hmm. was around church. Yeah. Saturday was when we went. Friday, of course, there was no Friday nights mm-hmm. because Saturday morning, very early, mm-hmm. church music, mm-hmm. getting ready for church. Mm-hmm. And then I played at churches on Sunday. Yeah, So... And therefore, there's no Saturday night either right. and Sunday. So something as simple as your whole weekend mm-hmm. being about one thing mm-hmm. and that one thing being the pursuit of heaven uh-huh. and piety and, ah. you know, ah. church, college, fam, you completely. He lost his damn mind <laughs> yeah, and we're going completely, to get there. Completely uh-huh. excavated yeah, that, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. So yeah. so on one level, that simple thing. Uh. And then you 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 go further into the belief system. So mm-hmm. no matter whether you're in church Saturday or Sunday, you still Monday through Monday are believing these things. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, I remember I took a theology course mm-hmm. my first uh and rocks your world. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And this guy, a white guy too, mm-hmm. came out just straight up and said, Hey, 
you know, I'm I'm a minister, mm-hmm. but what I'm going to do is is show you, you know, that how much theology and religion is a set of ideas ah. about, you know, and uh-huh. so that that started to really push me to question mm. more things. And so the, I would say college that there was that mm-hmm. and then there was obviously you know i had maybe had not obviously the flesh the flesh yeah so there was everybody right there was i had a girlfriend i broke up who who was a part of my church yeah. and I, I broke up with her you know a few few days in yeah. like i don't now i'm tempted this, you this, did. This, yeah. this this the devil is on me <laughs> you know the, right. devil, the devil is upon me yeah. <laughs> you know and i can't get him off my back you know, it's just, oh, you know, you're not getting behind fuck, me, you yeah. know, so <laughs> I'm trying to get, get behind, behind you. you, right, yeah, yeah. right, uh-huh. so, so it was, it was, it was intense, <laughs> that's what I'll say, it was an intense, uh, like, you know, eroding of a lot of that, and sure. so, yeah, so, and, um, and, you know, I still didn't, uh, drinking came yeah. in, I didn't drink till college, yeah, sure, uh, I didn't have an earring or tattoos till college, yeah. you know, hmm. I didn't, um, smoke, I didn't smoke weed till 21, but, oh, yeah, I, so I, you know, I, I, I didn't do any of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that's college. Uh-huh. You know, you start learning the the ways of the world. Ah, we're gonna get there. We're still we're still pre college. Oh, we're, we're still pre college. No, yeah, okay. we're gonna park right there though. But back to ah, we're yeah, we're gonna tear there for a second. Okay. But, but Terry we'll, there? Did you say Terry? Yes, we're gonna tear there for for a second. Okay. Um, but but before we go back to that, did you? Did you did you or did you not have an understanding of you said your your father's politics were kind of he made evident to you in the way he lived and like moved throughout Chicago, like flipping books and in, in things and like, you know, explaining to you about like, you know, the haves live here, the have nots live there, you know, and this is why blah, blah, blah. But did you have an understanding of your parents politics, like explicit politics electorally or no? Like they weren't they weren't they weren't like they weren't. Ah, explicitly political electorally. No, no. Um, the extent to it is, I vaguely remember them voting. Uh huh. You know, it's 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 something that I knew happened. Uh huh. But they didn't bring us with them to vote. Not that I remember. I got you. Okay. And you know, didn't make a scene of it. Gotcha. And my mom was a part of the Chicago Teachers Union. Ah, come on. You know, so she went to meetings Mm -hmm. and was I don't remember her being particularly active or not active. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I I don't remember. Mm-hmm. It's something I'm in my therapy about, like sure. things I don't remember because huh. I was so, I, I don't know, I, I was in some ways very just self-centered and like hmm. just not, I, I didn't know that things would be important to remember. So I just was living them and didn't. Uh. So so sometimes I'll talk and be like, oh yeah, I remember. Or I'll see something and be like, oh, my mom had that, huh, you huh, know? Huh. And anyway, so that was the extent of it. Okay. Uh, and my father was the first person to tell me about the Black Panthers. Oh, I know okay. that. Okay. Um, and Fred Hampton. Uh-huh. And were your parents born in Chicago or they came yeah, up from Mississippi? Born in Chicago. Oh, okay, okay. Born in Chicago. Okay. Uh, I'm doing the research now, but my my it's from Florida, Georgia, Mississippi. Florida. It's my, the the yeah my ah, grandma uh, my my great grandmother and, and my grandmother are from Pensacola. Ah, okay. They and my grandma home. never come back. Oh, she's she's she said my she grandmother not- is still alive. Uh-huh. And from the time I told her I was going to Florida, she, she would ask me, you. why would you go down there? Wow. And you don't know what happened for her, the trauma around that. And now now it. now it's gone. You know, her mind is gone. Oh, so I, I wish see. I had. Maybe I my dad might know, uh-huh. but, but he might not know either. They yeah, sometimes they just don't. It talk just about blocks it off. Yeah. That's but right. yeah, she does not talk about Florida. Hates it. Wow. You know, never, never. She would 
even when her mind was going. Uh-huh. Right. Why are you are you still in Florida? Mm-hmm. Why are you still Come you know? Home. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I see. Um, huh. Okay. When it was time for you what do you when it was time for you to get close to going to school, like go to college or uh, you know, late high school, like did you did you have an understanding of what what your family, what your village's dream was for you? <laughs> That's a good story. I'll try to make it shorter, but my no, grandmother prayed. Damn, you ain't yeah, got to yeah. you ain't got to short <laughs> nothing. Go yeah, on now. Yeah. Um I applied to a number of colleges. Yep. Um I got into FAMU. Mm-hmm. I got in uh Michigan State, maybe, mm-hmm. University of Illinois, Southern Illinois, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Not a bunch, but a regional and then FAMU mm-hmm. because a bunch of my friends apply and yep. the people who the recruiters who I became later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The recruiters just was like, you know, you should apply for FAMU. It's mm-hmm. great. It's mm-hmm. it's and you know, it's far away, you know, I don't remember what they said, but <laughs> uh-huh. it was like a black college, yeah. you know, and I was in the band. So they were like, oh, great band, all of that. Yeah. And I wanted to do business. So it was like yeah. it stuck with me. But also I had no intentions of going to college. Why? I was already playing the drums for a church uh-huh. called St. Mark United Methodist. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly how much I was getting paid for some reason. It was either twelve hundred or two thousand. Uh-huh. But it was every Sunday. Oh, wait, you got twelve hundred dollars every Sunday. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of money for a teenager. Yeah, so it's like. Yeah. Why would I go? Oh, I see. I, I, like, literally. You thought you was paid. Like, you made I, it. I mean, kind of. I don't know if I'm making that much now, honestly. Because sure. <laughs> it, yeah, sure. it was like straight. Straight cash. Yeah, yeah. Table, yeah. So, either, it was either, you know, 4800 or. That you were making in high school. Yes. Uh-huh. And that was just one gig. Uh-huh. You know, I had other gigs I was doing, yep. playing in a band, yep. many times cash. Mm-hmm. I started to buy my own stuff, buy my own clothes, look how I wanted to look or thought I wanted to look. Yeah, that's right. I wasn't even thinking about college You were able to help out with your parents, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I paid rent since I was 14. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, I was, I didn't care about college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I tell this story kind of often, but at some point the summer before college, Mm -hmm. two things happened. Mm. Do you know NAACP AXO? Axel, mm-hmm. okay, so NAACP literally has this children's program mm. where all like oratory, music, dance, all pro- like compete mm-hmm. around the country. Mm-hmm. And I was, I won, I was two years in a row, I went to nationals. Mm-hmm. So I go to nationals in Miami mm-hmm. the summer after senior year. Mm-hmm. I'm in Miami and my buddies go to the summer, freshman summer thing in Tallahassee for FAMU and I remember vividly Mm -hmm. them calling me and telling me uh, how amazing it was and talking about the AKs yeah of course Uh that's right (laughs) I just remember it and they were like they they hooked us up like Mm -hmm. a lot of them from Chicago too they're very pretty yeah Yeah. and it was like two women who went to our high school Mm -hmm. they weren't AKs yet but they had looked out for them Mm -hmm. and they was like yo you should come Mm -hmm. I'm like that sounds amazing yeah but I'm also scared. Mm-hmm. I think now that I know in retrospect, yeah. I'm also scared. Like, come leave Chicago. Woo right. woo. And the other thing that happened is the church that I played at, mm-hmm. middle class. Mm-hmm. I loved. I loved them. I really want to go visit again. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been in a long time. Sure. But they loved me. Mm-hmm. They really took me in. 
and they had like a Sunday where all of the students, seniors, mm. came up to like talk about like how they did in high school and where they're going to college. Yeah, student recognition. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They do it. I'm on the drums, mm-hmm. and I, I, I think either publicly or privately, maybe somebody next to me or somebody from the pulpit was like, "Philip, didn't you graduate?" Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, okay, you want to talk? So I said, you know, hey, everybody graduated from Whitney Young. I went to school with like three other people in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they were in another social yeah. group. Yeah. It was a very awkward thing. Of like I saw them every Sunday. but yeah. And, uh, you know, I think they asked me where I was going to college. And I was like, I'm like, we're, you know, I'm good here. Yeah. You know, and they wouldn't have it. Ah. And they were, they, you know, had already, I think, started interviewing other drummers. Oh, because they just assumed <laughs> yeah, that you were on your that way to you're school. going to college. Uh, I'm going. Huh, huh. And because uh, that's what they did. Uh-huh. And that's what they do. Yeah. And I would, yeah, they wouldn't have it. They wouldn't hear anything of it. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I don't remember the sequence of events. But, but you were also, before I interrupted you, when you started, yeah. you said something about your grandmother. You started saying your grandmother was prayed or something. Because when I asked you about, like, what was your, what was, what were other oh, people's dreams? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so, I, like I said, don't remember the sequence of events, but at some point they helped me to understand that the I should go to class FAMU. church yeah, that, that, you I should had, go to, that you were working at. Yeah, when they, St. Mark United Methodist. St. Mark, when, when it was your turn, they just assumed that you were going to school because that's, yes. what, you, that's what people of that ilk uh, in yes. that church do. Yes. Um, and you were just like, no, I'm, a, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm you good. go to college to make money. Yeah, and, like, I'm, and I'm already making money. So, And they were like, absolutely not, young right. man. We're going to get you into school. Yes. Uh-huh. And it was, but this was the, you had already graduated the summer. Yes. Had you accepted anywhere? I mean. You'd applied. I'd applied and gotten accepted. Uh-huh. But you FAMU. didn't accept your acceptance. No, I didn't know. Because you didn't know. No. Because no one in your family had gone to college? No, or? my mother went to University of Illinois. I mean, University, yeah, University of Illinois. Mm-hmm. And left after one semester uh-huh. because of family stuff. Sure. And my father never went to college. Okay. So they, they, ah. So were they, they weren't like mentally or emotionally available to like help you through this process or they just thought like he knows what to do. So we're going to hands off. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like they weren't on your ass about like what you were going to do after you graduated high school or they just figured, I don't know. For some reason I can't, I can't call it. I can't remember. Okay. Okay. And like I said, I don't remember the sequence of events. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't. I could also be wrong and, 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 and I might have been off and have already decided that I was going to go to FAMU or like I was, if I was going to go anywhere, it would be FAMU. Mm-hmm. By the time my friends called me, uh-huh. I, I would really have to maybe do hypno- get hypnotized or something <laughs> and really <laughs> sure. remember it. Because sure. you don't remember exactly. I, because sequence. now that I'm talking about it truly, mm-hmm. I, I vaguely remember me saying like no, I'm not going to the summer program, uh-huh. but I w- I might come, uh-huh. or something like that. I see. Okay. But but I do remember that the church raised money for me. Ah, yeah. to send you. They raised money to send me like two thousand dollars or wow, something to, to get send you down me. there. And I rented a van. Uh huh. And I got all my oh, and so my grandmother prayed. Uh-huh. My grandmother told me I wasn't supposed to go to college. Which grandmother? The pastor. The pastor. Or, oh, why do you think? Do you understand now in retrospect why she did that? Well, I think I already started doing sermons. Mm-hmm. My dad was also a preacher. Mm-hmm. My grandmother, mm-hmm. my grandfather, mm-hmm. my grand, 
grandfather on my mother's side. Mm-hmm. The pastor of the church is my grandmother on my dad's side. Uh-huh. So his mother uh-huh. is who he's serving as assistant pastor under. Right. My grandfather on my mother's side, mm-hmm. it was a, just an incredible musician. He mm-hmm. played the organ at Emmett Till's funeral. It's like, that's his, that's his, you know, that's one of the things I say all the time because yeah. once I found out, like yeah. two years ago, yeah. I was like blown away. Me being the oldest, all of that was leading towards me being a preacher uh, in the church. I had already started doing a little bit of that. Yeah, that was that was that was your family's dream for you. I think that was at the very least my grandmother's dream. I got you. And so she she was praying she was praying against not praying against you going to college, but she offered you a prayer that you should. I not think go. she saw a, a liken to the devil in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think she knew what was about to happen. Okay, she knew once he once she's he leave, he get out sister, of the world. So, that's right. Yeah. I know. I know what happens when young men go to Florida. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. And okay. I don't know if my mom and dad would have been too disappointed in me sticking around. Sure. I don't no, think why they would they have be been. Upset? Yeah, I don't yeah. think they would have been too mad at me sticking around. Huh. But I told him I was gonna go. Yeah. And I went. And I didn't know sight unseen. I had no dorm. I, I hadn't filled out the FAFSA. Yeah, you better walk by. <laughs> yeah. You better walk by faith. Yeah, uh-huh. and we did. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. got a dorm. Uh-huh. And I got free, you know, a reduce, you know, whatever that is, whatever FAFSA gets you when you have yeah. no money. Yeah. I got that. Uh-huh. You know, all on paper. This yeah, 03, yeah. so yeah, it's yeah. all on paper. That's right. And yeah, I, I went to fam, and that starts a whole journey. You know, we may, maybe we'll get there. You want to hold no, off on no, getting No, 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 we're, 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 we're exactly there, there now. Uh-huh. Okay. What, Please, yeah. What, was, what, were, what were you trying to remember? What were you feeling when you started FM? Certainly, I, I presume that, like, having to figure all of this out, like, there to, like, get you settled was maybe a little, like, a lot of adrenaline, maybe exhilarating, maybe a little nerve-wracking, just, like, a mix of things. But, like, after everything is settled and, like, you are here for school, like, what do you remember thinking or feeling? I was petrified. Of? Well, me, the way the way I did everything, missing summer program, which mm-hmm. was a big thing for freshmen, mm-hmm. and then missing all of freshman week because ah. I was going around waiting in lines yeah, trying to yeah. get Doing into the, the damn school. Thing. Yeah, yeah, trying to get into school. Yeah. I once again felt completely like an outsider. Ah, ah. Completely like an outsider. Like, I was... I know I was scared. Yeah. I didn't know... I didn't know black people were different. Uh, say, like, tell people what you mean by that. I know yo, what you mean. Yo, I'm at fam. Uh-huh. We got Bahamians. We got Jamaicans. We yeah. got Haitians. But fuck that. We got... Just black people from D.C., black people from, <laughs> That's right. you know, Baltimore, too. Yeah. They saying, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, and people in D.C., like, y'all some bombers. Y'all yeah, some yeah, bombers. Yeah, you know, right. it's just the people from Atlanta, country black people. Black people from California. Yeah, yeah black people from like, California. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? That shit deluxe because yeah. I'm like, what is this? I, I was blown away. I didn't know black people were different. Uh, uh-huh. So I really was complete culture shock. Uh. And, and let's not forget, I'm not in the in crowd in my high school either. It's uh, not like a lateral move for me here. It's mm-hmm. like I'm completely fish out of water. I remember my friends. parents. I do have friends and I did have friends. And yeah. some of them, that, that story continues. Uh-huh. Like still my friends to this day, sure, kind of crazy, right? Yeah. But I think for me, there was a personal feeling of mm. just like, I don't know 
what to do. And I remember my parents, I do one small thing. I remember my parents, when they were leaving, they played These Three Words by Stevie Wonder. Mm -hmm. And we just sat there and we were crying. Mm -hmm. I was so sad. And they left and my brothers left. And next time I saw them, they were like completely different people too. Well, I'll tell you about that. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't know what to do. I was very scared. My roommate was on the football team, Mm -hmm. which wasn't fly. It was not fly at all. (laughs) He was a, you know. That was a big, mean nigga. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're quiet. Just slow. Just, oh, he yeah, was yeah. just... He, like an oaf. Like a... Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Never, never, smell, all of that. <laughs> yes. Everything that you could think Smelly. about. Yeah. Like, you know, I guess maybe there's a few images you would get for a football player, but this guy was like one of the, the image of like, just very like, just got hit. Just was getting hit every day. And he and wound was, up breaking his leg midway in, mm. cast on, just scratching it. Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah, like yeah. a weird, weird situation. Uh. But uh, I'll say this. Not quickly, but pretty swiftly. Uh-huh. Um, I fall in with this older group of guys from Chicago. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I don't, you know, I, I'm not going to, there's, there's a piece of this that I'm not going to get into. There was a figure, there was a figure, and I, I'll say this just for the importance of other people who might hear this story. There was a figure there who was not a good dude. He mm. shouldn't have still been in school. He never did anything to me, but he shouldn't have been in school still. Yeah. And it's, it's hard for me to not, not really particularly out of trauma because I wasn't a victim of his, mm. but it's hard for me to look at it as fondly as I once did knowing who he became or who uh, he was. And hmm. I fell in with a group of older guys from Chicago who really looked out. Uh, okay. He was just one of them. Okay. Right. But okay. it was a group of guys that really looked out uh-huh. and they made fun of me, you know, but for what? Just cause you're younger, so, okay, you know, but, but I, the, the, but is the important thing, but they made like, they made me feel cool. I like had a little stamp from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. were older. They were alphas. Alphas ah. were off the yard. Ah. But they, you know, you know, I, we were one of they, you know, people would say, oh, that's one of they guys, mm-hmm. you know, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I didn't even know what that meant. But yeah, sure. they they took me around to wash clothes and yeah. they took me around and probably I'm 90 percent sure. Let me borrow money. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and, and, and like took, you under their wing. took me under their wing yeah. and. It was a really fortuitous thing for me because I was very impressionable, mm. to lesser now, but I was just gullible and impressionable yeah. and really needed yeah. like Some someone to give me this like cultural layout, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and I started to go to these places and quite quickly, what was in me already, like these natural traits that I had, mm-hmm. this natural like gregariousness, this funniness this anger about mm. growing up poor in Chicago, uh-huh. this skill that I have to talk, mm-hmm. this, th- these, these skills that I had accumulated that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. They were like, this is like infinity stones. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yo, for uh, real. And what I'll tell you, it's just yeah, the funniest yeah. story, but it, it really like, I laugh about it, but I always wore glasses. Yeah. I was, I couldn't see. Yeah. But at some point, <laughs> People started wearing fake glasses. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. I always wore like collared shirts, but at some point, like everybody, like yeah. it, I like caught a wave that mm-hmm. I was already on because right. you know. And so, anyway, I decided my freshman year that I would run for freshman class president. Uh-huh. And uh, 
at FAMU, and I I think what I remember yes, about Howard yes, student yes. government yeah. is like this like breeding ground yeah, like correct. correct pretty much a cesspool, but That's it's right. a, That's you right. know, That's you exactly know right. it's this like breeding ground for future politicals yeah. and people blah blah blah. And uh, if your football team ain't that good, you become kind of bigger than that, ding, right? Ding, ding. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. I just was kind of going in a natural interest area and the older guys were like, you should just try it really just because I think, I don't know. They maybe got it. Might've got a kick out of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just seeing me doing it. Mm -hmm. Cause I was like this funny short dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I picked a vice president Mm -hmm. candidate from Miami. Yeah. Her name was Thane Dalrymple. I'll never forget her. And I also wouldn't, I, she's almost singularly responsible for, the gift and the curse that is Philip Agnew for the next ah, four years. Huh. But guys loved her. Uh-huh. I sang the women in the dorm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys out. loved her. Uh-huh. We won. Yeah, of course. They, yeah. We won. Just yeah. divide and conquer the sexes. Yeah. And- we won. Yeah, yeah. And um, something does begin to happen. Okay. And then FAMU does this almost immediately. Mm-hmm. But FAMU starts to boost you up. That's you know, right. HBCUs. Yeah just begins to like early identification and grooming but not in like a creepy sexual way right right uh, we hope not yeah we hope not not. but there are some that is if you're going to college soon look out there are some creepy motherfuckers yeah that's correct that's thank you for of all ilks yes um Um, but but, yes it and i don't know i I like to believe that it was uh god mm -hmm. universe Mm -hmm. but i i i I really did get lucky I, i could get emotional about it but Okay, you're absolutely going to get emotional about it. Let's. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I got lucky. And what do you mean when you say that? I just, you got lucky that. No, no, go ahead. I'm not going to put words in. I mind. just, uh, just picture it as like these two, and, and it's just really because I don't have a better analogy, but these just two kind of shooting stars, just kind of that you got to time it up mm-hmm. like perfectly, mm-hmm. and I collided with just this circumstance at FAMU, mm. this timing at FAMU, this evolution of who I was becoming, what mm-hmm. I wanted, what mm-hmm. I wanted to be, mm-hmm. you know, for good or bad or ugly. Mm-hmm. And man, I take off mm. as far as like being a social butterfly, mm-hmm. going going from, you know, this is all 20 years ago almost, but it's like going from being an outsider mm-hmm. to being a, 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 a supremely inside, yeah, you know, right. somebody, the, somebody, somebody. I am uh-huh. somebody. Yeah. I am the person who's in the know. I'm yep. going everywhere. I'm yeah. going to parties, getting drunk, throwing up, just, I'm yeah. just you doing all the stuff. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, I mean, even to, I, I remember like my friends from high school would just be like, who are you? Yes. Like, who is this guy? It was definitely yeah. Yeah. had to been the question over and over. Yeah. Like, course. what is, what is Phil on? Right. And I really became a monster. Right. S- say what you mean when you say monster. I just was, when, when I, I, there was no party I wasn't going to. There was no event that I wasn't going to. There mm-hmm. was no person I wasn't talking to. Uh-huh. Everybody knew me, and mm-hmm. not because they heard about me on the wire, because right. they talked to me. Oh, I'm Philip Agnew. I'm a first year business administration student from Chicago, oh God, Illinois. I majored in yeah. business because I'm gonna do, 
because I'm going to do major business. This, this is what I would say. There, that is an archetype yes. of every single Suits. black man at a HBCU business school. You are, are so annoyingly charming. God damn. We, but because, because we say shit and it... And the the only redeemable quality is we actually believe it. Yeah, that's so right. It's like, and we'll it's look like, you dead in yeah, the face. Yeah, it, like, yeah. Like, God. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. God. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> who you were, exactly. fam. Well, and I was in student government. I'm, I'm also so your... So you, you were triply <laughs> yeah, intense yeah. and annoying. Yeah, I'm also yeah. your freshman class oh, president. Okay. You know, you may All have... Right. Well, did I see your shirt, Dassie? Here's what, yes, here's what would have been Janelle's response to a... To a <laughs> had you and I been... Had you and I been a fam at the same time... <clears throat> this is what you would have got. <laughs> are you? Are we done? <laughs> are we done? Yeah, I would have been Great like, no, I would have been like, we're done when you say we yep. done. But I thought we was just starting. I just met I, you. Where are you from? I, <laughs> oh God! I already can't stand former you because I know exactly. <laughs> This this is triggering. Wow. Okay. That's sorry. Fine. I'm sorry. No, this is just. Yep. 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 You're like, yo. And every time we would have seen each other, I would have been like, yo. I, I know. No, the, no, no. I, I'd have been like, I get it. I know the routine. I get it. I'm gonna go get a sandwich now, and you can take a you can take a deep breath while yeah, I do that. Best believe by time number three, I would have had the sandwich. Get but I would have <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, hold on. Okay, here. But but no, that was me. That but that was me. I was yeah. feeling myself. Yeah. OMG, I really cannot stress just how triggering Phil's undergrad persona was to listen to. (laughs) Uh, There are the same types of people at every HBCU. Good grief. Head on over uh, to Patreon for part two to hear how and why Phil morphed into a student activist at FAMU, which marked the beginning of his many experiences as an organizer. Part two is up on Patreon right now at patreon.com slash what's left to do. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash what's left to do. If Patreon isn't your thing and you'd still like to support this work, you can go to what's left to do dot com slash support and send us a donation in the tip jar. Okay, see you over on Patreon for part two.